Alec Baldwin accidentally shoots and kills on a movie set, bad weather is sweeping in, and other top news for Monday, October 25th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Thanks for joining us. Here's the quote of the day. He who goes about to reform the world must begin with himself or he loses his labor. Ignatius of Loyola. Let's get started with some espresso shots. We might be in Christian Girl Autumn, but U.S. weather systems haven't got the memo. Meteorologists warn of coming rain, snow, winds, and tornadoes from coast to coast. California residents are preparing to evacuate as a, quote, bomb cyclone, unquote, threatens to dump 10 inches of rain in 24 hours, potentially causing deadly landslides in recently burned areas. In the mountains, several feet of snow are also expected. Forecasters are concerned that the central Midwest could see several severe tornadoes as different storm systems collide. Warnings are already being issued for the East Coast tomorrow and Wednesday about a potentially powerful nor'easter that could hit the region and bring with it high winds and the potential for flooding across the area. During a rehearsal on the set of the Western film Rust, actor Alec Baldwin accidentally shot two people with a bullet mistakenly loaded in a prop gun. Helena Hutchins, a 42-year-old cinematographer and mother, was killed, and Joel Souza, the director, was released from the hospital Friday. No charges are being pressed, and everything points to this being an accident, leading to the question, how did this happen? Here's what we know. 1. Several crew members walked off set hours before the shooting in complaint of long hours, delayed paychecks, and safety issues, including accidental gun discharges. 2. The gun was apparently loaded with live ammo instead of a blank, or a cartridge without a bullet. 3. An assistant director yelled, cold gun, indicating incorrectly that it was safe to use. And 4. Baldwin immediately went to the sheriff's office for questioning and later released a statement of his, quote, shock and sadness. Here's what we don't know. Who loaded the gun? Why was it pointed at the cinematographer? And how did gun safety protocols on set fail? Real guns are used on set because, well, real guns look real. It's hard to imitate the backfire of a gun without the explosion from a blank round, but this wasn't the first accident. In 1984, John Eric Hexham was killed by a blank round while playing Russian roulette on the set of Cover Up. In 1993, Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, was shot with a real bullet instead of a blank while filming The Crow. In this latest tragedy, more industry pros are saying the risk isn't worth it and are looking to ban both live and blank ammo from movie sets. There is no justice here on earth for tragic accidents like this, but it makes a future in heaven with no sin, no death, and no mourning all the more beautiful. Join us in praying for the Hutchins family and Alec Baldwin, and in thanking God for having provided a pathway to an eternity unmarred by death. Revelation 21.4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Grief, crying, and pain will be no more, because the previous things have passed away. In other brews, it's time for a rapid round of updates. The State Department informed Congress that they're communicating with 363 U.S. citizens in Afghanistan, 176 of whom want to leave. Those numbers are higher than the Biden administration had publicly estimated when the U.S. left the country on August 31st. 
The Supremes declined to block Texas's controversial abortion law, but did give the case a fast pass through the legal system, agreeing to hear oral arguments a week from today. November 1st. The court will focus on the unusual way Texas crafted the law, which places enforcement solely in the hands of citizens. Break out the Cracker Jacks? The Atlanta Braves knocked off the favored Los Angeles Dodgers to earn their spot in the 117th World Series, where they'll take on the Houston Astros. The first game in the best of seven tournament is set for tomorrow evening in Houston. College football chalked up its longest game in FBS history in an upset win by Illinois over Penn State. It took nine overtimes for the Fighting Illini to topple the Nittany Lions, and there were significant stretches of time where it looked like neither offense had the will to score. Investors are a bit spooked by the Snapchat ghost. Snap stock plummeted 27% on Friday, its worst day ever, after it admitted Apple's new privacy update, aka allowing you to ask app not to track, has taken a bite out of its ad business. And that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening, and a special thank you to our TPO baristas who make this podcast and our newsletter possible. TPO baristas are those who choose to pay what they could get for free. And if you'd like to become a barista and support this podcast at a deeper level, go to thepourover.org slash barista. And if you've made it this far into the episode, our guess is you've enjoyed it at least a little, and we would really appreciate it if you gave us a five-star rating. If you're on Apple Podcasts, just scroll down until you see Tap to Rate. Otherwise, we will see you on Wednesday. Have a great day. Today's episode is sponsored by The Compelled Podcast. What would you do if you came face-to-face with a murderer sent to kill you for being a Christian? For Virginia Prodan, that question isn't hypothetical. Virginia was a small, petite attorney defending Christians in court in communist Romania. And she was really good. So good, in fact, she caught the attention of the communist regime. One day, a tall, muscular man walked into her office, closed the door, and pulled out a gun. He barked, shut up, sit down, I'm here to kill you. Virginia was face to face with a trained assassin. What happened next would surprise both of them. Listen to Virginia's entire story on the Compelled podcast. Virginia is on episode 31, which is titled, He Came to Kill Me. Listen on your podcast app or at compelledpodcast.com. That's C-O-M-P-E-L-L-E-D podcast.com.